going on, man? Welcome back to the channel. I'm Ron, and today I'm going over my top three must-sell wide receivers. Because I know that a lot of you guys are out there, even if you're 4-0, if you're 0-4, doesn't matter where you're at, but I know if you're subscribed to the channel, you're probably in that 3-1-4-0 range. I know a lot of us are doing well this year. All of us have one thing in common. We have holes, man. We have holes in the running back position, holes at wide receiver, pause if needed. But with that, there's moves to be made. And these are three wide receivers I think that are at their highest possible selling price right now. So that's why I'm looking to move them. Now, before I get into that, make sure you go down below and subscribe. As you can see, this, the setup's coming together. We got the we got the two jerseys behind me. I know a lot of you guys fucking hate the Manziel jersey. It's a joke. I got it for 40 bucks. I just I think... I think jerseys of players that flamed out in college and were busting NFL, I think it's just cool to have their college jerseys. I think it's funny. Johnny Menzel is a fucking idiot. I know all of you guys have seen the, the video of him holding like the cash up to his ear just being a fucking dumbass. It's not that I'm a douchebag. I'm some big Johnny Menzel fan. Like I said, the setup's going to get better. We have the jerseys up. We're getting things together. Right now, I'm, I'm recording on a nightstand with my computer on it. I'm going to get a desk in here. I'm going to probably get a mic eventually. But as we keep growing this community, I think we're at like 172 subscribers. We haven't even cracked the surface of what this channel is going to be. We're going to keep going forward. I know a lot of you guys that saw my videos in the summer, the editing was a lot better. I'm going to start investing more in the editing, start investing more in the, the sound quality, but it's getting there because I, I want to make this channel the best it can be for you guys. I want to build this community. So if you're subscribed to this channel, you're like my homie. And as always, if any of you guys have any questions about your team, trade questions, start sit questions, waiver wire questions, just go down below, comment it, and I'll literally respond within an hour. Now, I, I know I've been rambling on here. Without further ado, we have wide receivers to get into. Let's go. First wide receiver I have on this list is Adam Thielen. Now, I know a lot of you guys, you're like, well, Adam Thielen, he's, he's a beast. He's going off right now. Why would you sell him? Well, he's a wide receiver four in 0.5 PPR points right now. And I think that's not really accurate of how he should be perceived going forward. To me, he's like a wide receiver in that like 12 to 14 range. He's like a fringe wide receiver one. But I think, like I said, he's the wide receiver four. I think the the perception of Adam Thielen right now is like a top five. Like I think after after you have like Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, Michael Thomas, it's literally Adam Thielen in that range with like Calvin Ridley. And it, it's kind of like these, these fringe type top five wide receivers. I think if you can jump on that value and you can ship him off to one of your fucking league mates, I think you're looking good. But here's the reason behind it, because I know a lot of you guys are out there, well, if he's wide receiver four right now, why sell him? He'll probably be the wide receiver four going forward. That exact thinking is why I'm saying to sell him, because the way that he's scoring fantasy points in 2020 is actually, it's, it's, it's weird. Adam Thielen, he's usually been like that pumped up Julian Edelman in the slot role. That's how it was in 2018. We all know 2018, he went crazy. Last year, he had like a lost season from injury, but in 2018, he was in his prime and he played a slot role. But this year he's being used. He's being used like fucking DK Metcalf this year. He's he's getting bombs thrown to him. He's he's running deep routes and he's not lining up in the slot anymore. And while that's giving him good fantasy points right now, I don't think it's sustainable going forward. The reason why I'm comparing him to his 2018 year because that's when he was the wide receiver seven. And I think that's his value right now. What what his value was in 2018 wide receiver seven. He's probably in that like wide receiver six, seven, eight range right now, and that's where you could sell him at. So let's 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 break this down real quick and let's let's look at what he did in 2018 and how he started in 2020. So when you look at it in 2018, he saw 9.7 targets per game and he lined up in the slot 46.7% of the time. This year, he's only seeing 7.75 targets per game. And he's only lining up in the slot on 13.3% of snaps. Now, the, the, the key part of this is him not lining up in the slot as much as he was in 2018. Guys, I'm telling you the slot, you go in there, you put your best wide receiver in the slot and it's an instant fucking mismatch. You're getting usually one of the worst corners on the team. I know that there's specialists out there like Chris Harris. There's certain guys that are in the slot that 
that mean fucking business, but I'm telling you, every team has some bullshit guy in a slot. I can't even name you who, who the Jets slot guy is. There's there's a bunch of slot guys out there that cover receivers that are usually the third or fourth guy on the team. They're not they're not used to covering Adam fucking Thielen. And that's when you see with Michael Thomas, he goes in the slot a lot. Now they're in they're in 12 personnel and he's not lining up in the slot as much as he used to, and he's not getting those mismatches anymore. Now he is still producing, but for how long can he really keep this up is my question. So now he's seeing less slot snaps. Now he's on the outside and he's getting used as more of a deep threat. He's getting 129.2 air yards per game. Air yards are the targets that he's getting down the field. So if he's getting, even if he drops the pass, it's still 120, it's still like 40 yards of air yards, even if he drops it 40 yards on the field. So he's getting 129.2 air yards per game. In 2018, that was 62.6. So he was getting the ball in the intermediate parts of the field and then he was either running after the catch or he was falling down in the end zone and he was just accumulating a lot of catches. He was a PPR type guy. But now, now it's, it's weird to say, but he's honestly more useful in standard leagues because his average target distance is going from 10 in 2018 to 16.7 now. I think what's really making his fantasy value right now is the fact that he was in two shootouts. You had the, the first one uh, on week one against the Packers and then the one just recently against Houston Texans where he went off in both games with the two games in between, he really didn't do much. Besides, I think he caught a touchdown in week three. Now these touchdowns are honestly what it, what's pretty fucking scary if you're a Thielen owner because Thielen, he's not, he's not this big guy you're gonna throw a fade in the end zone to like a Kenny Galladay or somebody. He's a, a small kind of like quick, good route runner type guy. He's like, a, uh, he's like a white Antonio Brown. But here's the thing, in those two, he had two Pro Bowl years, not only 2017, but 2018. In those two years, he averaged one touchdown on every 204 yards receiving. Now I know that that's not a direct like this is just this is just an average, so like around every 200 yards because that's yards and touchdowns are directly correlated. But in 2020, that that number went from 204 yards for every one touchdown to 71 yards for every one touchdown. So he's he's scoring touchdowns on almost double the rate that he used to, and that is obviously scary. He's not gonna he's already had four touchdowns through four weeks. There's no way that he's gonna go out here and ball the fuck out and score one touchdown every single week. There's no way that he ends the season with 16 to 18 touchdowns. That's on the pace he's at right now. And I think that is why he's a sell candidate. So now he's scoring touchdowns at an unsustainable rate. The Vikings passed at the league lowest. They were six in 2018. So they were, he was getting plenty of volume in 2018. He was getting more targets. They were throwing the ball more. Now they're a run first offense. And now Justin Jefferson, the last two weeks, he's looked really fucking good. He's going to start digging in to those targets, to those air yards. So now you have Justin Jefferson eating into the targets. And there's only, there's only like 25 pass attempts going around per game. So right now, to me, Adam Thielen is like a, a wide receiver 12 to 14 type guy. But I think he's being valued at, at around six, seven, eight. Now I know a lot of you guys want some context to these guys that I'm telling you to sell. Well, if you're telling me to sell, who should I go target? Well, here's some guys that I'm, I would look to target in that range. I like Calvin Ridley. He just had a, a big goose egg. I know that he's not going to get sold for cheap, but I think that he's somebody in that range with Adam Thielen that I would take, especially with Julio Jones being hurt. Then you have Michael Thomas. Obviously, you can't do Adam Thielen for Michael Thomas straight up, but I think you could do Thielen and maybe a little package, maybe like Thielen and Antonio Gibson for Michael Thomas or Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor has been super quiet. I'm not sure what you have to package on either side, but if you can get Jonathan Taylor in return for Adam Thielen, I think you're looking really good. To me, Jonathan Taylor is like a top eight running back rest of season, and he hasn't been producing like that, so I like him as like a buy lowish type candidate. Next up, we have Odell Beckham Jr., and I know a lot of you guys are out there. We're thinking, you know what? Maybe the Browns are nice. They're they're three and one for the first, or they're over 500 for the first time. I think it was like since fucking 2001. OBJ just looked like vintage one-handed catch Odell Beckham Jr. against the Cowboys. But I'm telling you, I don't think it's fucking happening this year. I think this is a little bit, we're getting a little bit too out of our heels, or we're getting a little bit too over our heels on this with the Browns. They won against the Bengals. 
the Washington football team in Dallas, and I know that he looked good. I know that he exploded for 35.9.5 PPR points. I know that he sits at the wide receiver nine spot on the season, but I think all of this this optimism that is kind of like just coming out of fucking nowhere on the Browns, I think that you have to really take it with a grain of salt because these are bad wins, and I think that you can, you can take this opportunity and sell OBJ on it. I think he can be sold for probably like a top 12, top 14, like a fringe wide receiver one price. And the reason why I don't think I'm not there yet with OBJ, I think he's like a back-end wide receiver two. It's because they're the one of the run-heaviest teams in the NFL, and I don't think Baker is good enough to be efficient on that little of pass attempts that he's getting in this offense. Right now, OBJ is fifth in target share, but he's only 14th in target. So what that means is that he's demanding targets within the offense, but the offense isn't pass heavy enough to give him the amount of targets he needs to be in that top 12 range. And this is because they only run 30.5 pass plays a game, which is 30th in the NFL. So what this means is that if they're going to run the ball a lot, OBJ needs to live off of play action. He needs to live off of deep passes. He has to get free. He has to have like a Deshaun Jackson deep threat type of, or not even Deshaun. He just has to have a deep threat year where he's efficient on those targets. But to me, it's just not there with Baker yet. Right now, they're the ninth best offense in offensive DVOA, but they're only 20th in passing efficiency. All of their best offensive plays, offensive yards, gains is coming on the ground. They're second in rushing efficiency, but they're 20th in passing efficiency. And this is due to Baker. I love, I'm a big Baker guy. I love Baker Mayfield. I love when he's grabbing his crotch against Kansas. I think he's a dope guy. And I, I was rooting for him at first overall pick. I think he's going to be good one day, but I don't think right now it's not there yet. He obviously hasn't made that jump yet. He's outside the top 20 in accuracy rating, deep ball completion percentage, and play action completion percentage. The reason why this is fucked up is because OBJ, he makes his living. He The only way that OBJ is a top 12 wide receiver is if he makes the most of these deep targets and off of these play action passes. And if Baker can't beat elite, like top 10, top 8 type numbers in deep ball accuracy and play action completion percentage, there's no way that OBJ is going to have enough on his plate to be a top 12 wide receiver. Right now, only 70% of OBJ's balls are catchable, which is 80th in the league among wide receivers. 79 other wide receivers are getting better passes thrown their way. So if you're if you're getting, if you're only getting 7.5 targets per game, 14th in the league, and only 70% of those are catchable, now we're looking at 5.25 targets per game. If you're only looking at 5.25 targets per game, it's gonna be a lot of boomer bust. It's gonna be a lot of inconsistency with OBJ's play, but he's he's done enough in these first four weeks where I think you can sell him for a, a low-end wide receiver one price. And I'm saying do it now, because he's gonna be playing the Colts this week. And I know a lot of you guys think that Xavier Rhodes is washed. I fucking thought he was washed. But right now, he's number two rated corner on player profiler, and he's been shutting down dudes. I know that he, he didn't shut down Allen Robinson last week, but he's been playing really good football. And I think OBJ is going to struggle a little bit in this game. So before he has one of those dud games, one of those unstartable games, I think you should sell him right now. And again, I'm going to give you guys a couple guys that I would be targeting if I had OBJ. I'd be looking at DK Metcalf, Terry McLaurin is interesting, Keenan Allen, Joe Mixon. I know he just had that big week. A lot of guys are going to look to sell him. I think that that's going to, I think that Joe Mixon is going to be an RB1 moving forward. James Conner, his situation in Steelers is kind of murky. You know what I mean? He was hurt week one and they get a bye. People aren't really understanding how valuable James Conner is. That week two and week three performance was mad promising for him. Then you have Jonathan Taylor uh, again. Jonathan Taylor is, is one of my biggest buys right now. I'm going to have him on all three of these wide receivers. Now, as we move into the next one, we're going to have Juju Smith-Schuster. And this is another guy. All of these guys, their value is only so high because of their touchdown luck so far. Through week three. So right now, we're going to be looking at weeks one, two, and three before the Steelers buy. Juju is wide receiver eight with three touchdowns. And now... The where I'm not really fucking with this is that in that span of those three games, his highest receiving yard total was 69 and his most targets in a game were eight. Now, it's not 
It's not that I don't like Juju. It's not that I don't think that he's a great player. I think that Juju's a fucking baller. He's not getting the volume. And Deontay Johnson's really emerging right now. Deontay Johnson, he out-targeted Juju in the first two games. Then he gets hurt in game three. And even after getting hurt in week three, he still ends up with a 23.4% target share, which is 18th in the league right now. Juju Smith-Schuster, a guy who was out there on the field for game three, you'd think that he'd suck up more targets, but he's only at a 17.8% target share, 39th in the league. Juju Smith-Schuster is valued right now as like a top 15-ish type guy. And I'm telling you, there's no wide receiver out there that's top 15-ish that's not getting at least a 20, 20, 21% target share. You can't have a guy outside the top 36 wide receivers in target share and it's supposed to just use him as like your wide receiver one, wide receiver two type guy. That's more of a, a flex option. A high-end wide receiver two is where I see Juju. Now, the other thing is, as I said, his touchdowns are really concerning right now. He's outproducing his touchdown, his touchdown ceiling. And what that means is that this is another sell opportunity. Like I said, this is another sell opportunity because he's scoring all these touchdowns. Really what should happen is he, only, he should only have one touchdown right now. In his years 2017 and 2018, those were his best years. His two years where he was good, 2019, a lost season. He had a touchdown every 167 yards. Right now, he only has 160, 160 yards in the season with three touchdowns. So he should really only have like one touchdown. Now, let's say he has one touchdown on those yardage, on the catches. He's only the wide receiver 26 through week three. Obviously, we're not counting week four. He was on by, but he's the wide receiver 26 through three weeks if he's getting the amount of touchdowns that he usually gets given his yardage. So with all that being said, he should be like in the wide receiver 20-ish range. That's where I value him. I, I value him probably like probably around wide receiver 20 is where I have Juju Smith-Schuster. But I think there's a lot of guys out there that have him as a top 15 type guy, pretty much where they have OBJ. And it's off of name value. You can also use a selling point. Oh, he just got off his bye week. He's going to be fresh. And you don't, have to, you don't have to sit him the rest of the season. So I think those are great selling points. And the, the guys that I'd be looking to target, if I had Juju, are the same ones that I just listed for OBJ at the end. If you made it this far, man, I deeply appreciate it. Make sure you go down below and subscribe. Anybody who subscribed to this channel, you're my guy. You're my homie. You're the boy. It's almost like you're down here in this basement chilling with me, man. I'm just talking ball with you guys. As always, if you have any questions, just go down below, ask me. Just ask me whatever trade questions you have, whatever start state question you have. I'm happy to answer your guys' question. I want you guys to win your leagues. I want everybody that's subscribed to this channel, a part of this community that we're creating, to do well in their fantasy leagues, to do well with their sports bets, to do well with everything that they're doing involving the information that I'm giving you guys. So as always, I'll see you in the next one.